Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to our podcast titled Convert Central. We are a group of converts from Darul Akam with the intention of sharing the experiences of us converts and born Muslims for the benefit of our listeners for the sake of Allah. We aim to achieve that through relating our personal experiences and our challenges and our lessons learned to shorten the learning curve for potential converts and also for born Muslims alike who are starting to find their way in this beautiful faith. We also aim to fill the gap in awareness and knowledge about the process of conversion and its challenges from the lenses of the converts themselves. Do send us feedback through our Instagram page at Convert Central and support us by following this podcast and the page itself. Today we have a very special guest with us, uh, Brother Hadi Tan, and uh, he's a Chinese Muslim who converted when he was thirty-seven. And um, I'll just let him. I'll just pass his introduction to him. Uh, Brother Hadi, please introduce yourself. Uh, thank you, Brother Kevin, for inviting me to this uh, second episode for this uh, sharing the programs. Uh, I'm now 64 years old. I've been converted for the past uh, 27, 30 years already, and uh, it's been grateful that uh, during this journey, I have met a lot of things. I met wonderful people. I go a lot of uh, classes, upgrade myself, and uh, now I'm here to just to share a little bit of my. Uh, my personal point of view, right? Okay, so I I think we will just start with uh for you your your journey into Islam for for many of these com- us converts, right? Mine started because I met a a a, a friend in school. For you, I I heard that you, your journey to Islam started way before when you were extremely young. You had a lot of uh most of your friends were Muslims. So could you tell us you know when you were younger your experiences with? Okay, during my younger time, actually I'm born in Singapore. But I stay in Malaysia yeah. due to, due to uh, family or business is that over there. Yeah. So my up, uh, my what they call it, uh, ch- ch- children life uh, is mm-hmm. in Malaysia. So yeah. I study in Malaysia, my primary school, secondary school in Malaysia. So that's where I mix a lot of my uh, Muslim friends yeah. uh, in school. And uh, I stay in the kampung. I am the kampung life people. So... How I get to know this uh, Islam because I found that Muslim people are very bonding people. They are very friendly people. Uh, not say the other religion they are not friendly or not, but I find it that Muslim are more uh, more bonding with me. I don't know why I have a very close relationship with the Muslim uh, community. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so from there onwards, I went to uh, mix now with all my uh, Malay friends, Muslim friends. Then after that, when years go by, I will have to come back to Singapore to serve my. Uh, army. That was when you were 18. Am I oh, right? I came to Singapore serve my NSL. Actually, I'm late for two years. Okay, I came okay. up to serve at the age of 21. Okay. I okay. celebrate my 21 birthday in the army. Yeah. Camp. Uh, Must have been a fun celebration in the army. Yeah, 21 birthday in my army camp. So from there, during my two years army, I mix up with the wrong group today. I in the okay. Hokkien thing. Yep. Hokkien groups. Uh. Okay. So my Malay Muslim. Uh, believe it all a little bit second, mm-hmm. second, but it's okay. But when you believe in one thing, when the Allah will guide you along the way. So after my NS, I go back to I managed to find back some of my Muslim friends. Th- they were living in Singapore or Malaysia. Singapore. Singapore. Came up in the, uh, some of the place because when I in the thing in Singapore, I rent a room. So there I make up with some of the, my I Muslim see, I see, uh, I Malay friends. Okay. So when I get to know some of my Malay friends during my NS time, uh, after my ROD. I still mix around with them. Then when I start to my first job in the hotel industry, I also go to go do uh, motorbike biking, which is now my hobby till now. That's when I do motorbike riding. I get to know a lot of Malay 
Muslim. So that's where I, they guide me along the way to be a Muslim. Okay. So during my hotel working work in the hotel industry, yep. Uh, I get to liaise with one girl on the phone due to work. Con- uh, what they call it? Communicate in work. Yes. So that's where we managed to talk. Story cut it short, lah. Uh. Yes. I managed to find my first step, uh, by dating her out, lah. Uh. So yes. by the first time when I date her out, she we have become a friends, uh, But uh, she's actually quite junior to me. She's about fourteen years my junior. And at the point of time, which uh, what what how old were you? At that time, I think I was about uh, twenty seven or twenty eight. Okay, years I see. Ah, uh, so she's uh, eighteen or seventeen years old. Eighteen yep. years old, very young, very young girl. Just she also schooling. Last mm-hmm. time work in the airport. Then after that, so uh, we go meet uh, dating for a few occasion. That we find that uh, she found that I'm suitable for her. I found that she's suitable for. Her. I always give her a clause. If you think that you can find somebody. That is younger than me, handsome than me, <laughs> because I don't do because age different. Fourteen years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she managed to stick to me. Yeah. And uh, during the time that I go out with her, she never, never even ketuk me uh, a yes. single cent. Yes. That's where I believe in her. I believe in what um, Muslim people are. They are the values so, that they hold. Yes. That's yeah. why I believe in all these things. So. Yeah. She's one of my testimonials. Yes. Okay, so after along the way, I get to know her for quite a number of years. Yep. But during these periods, I actually invited two girls to my house. Two Chinese girls to my house. Alright. So also, uh, before you met this... this uh, During the time, because we are still girlfriend, boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Friends only. Ma. Yeah. We don't okay. commit ourselves as a yes. 100% boyfriend. Yes. We are still a friend. Yes. So in between, I got two, got two girlfriends due to because I mean my working colleague. My working colleague, so I bring these two girls to because my mother always asks me, when are you getting married? When are you get married? This something. So I bring girl to just to show to my mother that yeah, <laughs> I have a girlfriend, but time is not up yet. <laughs> so right. after Shorika talk again, after many years, uh, I managed to talk to my this uh, airport girlfriend. I talked to my mother that I want to get married. She told me she asked me which girlfriend, which Chinese girlfriend. I told her not these two. I want to marry the Malay girlfriend. Yeah. So with, why married married girlfriend? So she was ifuha the thing, she never say anything. But uh, I do my salesman talk by uh, telling her what's the difference between a Malay Muslim or Chinese Christian or whatever thing. So it's only the thing is you have to believe in one oneself and believe in what the God have uh, uh, what they call it uh, given to us with redirection to go. Mm-hmm. So I believe I believe and I trust Allah bring me to the right path. So from there over, I get to stick to her, the two Chinese girls no more. I managed to stick to her and we go cock shit for a few few more years before I decided to propose to her that uh, we, we have time for her to get married. Because at the time, I, I married 37 years old. She's only 24, 25. And, and when do you, at which age do you convert and become a Muslim? I convert before, two years before I married. I see. Uh, okay, t- talking about this conversion, I went to Darul Akan. At that time, was at Rolong 15, Gelang. That was so long ago, right? Very long ago. And nobody forced me. I go to learn all on my own. But where, where was the spark that got you interested in Islam? Because uh, growing up, you had a lot of um, Muslim friends. Mm. You came to Singapore, you, had, you still had maintained a group of Muslim friends. Mm. Then you met this lady when you were working. Mm. But at which point of time in your life did this interest about Islam come up? Okay, due to my friendship background all the Muslim people mm. they always go to fire prayer they all go all brotherhood together yeah, yeah. so I think that this is a right time uh, that I also listen to this uh, 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 Azan uh, that the Azan is a very beautiful calling for all the Muslim people so I think 
might be the right time for me to go uh, study the KIS first. Oh, so no, Islam session in Arkham. Uh, so when I go and study the KIS first, after I study the KIS first, still nobody know anything, nobody forced me anything. And I approached brother Amin Teo that I want to do a, a conversion on my own. Mm. And brother Amin Teo bring two winners. Mm. Uh, then that's where I start to go into uh, Muslim community, Islam really. Okay. So after I start to convert, I convert into uh, Muslim. That's where my first journey start. And I actually involved with Darulakam uh, quite a number of activities uh, at that time because I want to learn more uh, from the actual Muslim convert people. Uh, they, were, they will be the first person to guide me. Brother Amin Teo did guide me a lot along the way. Uh. But due to my nature of work, uh, I cannot do certain things at the right time, right place. Uh. So I tried to be a very good Muslim. Then, uh, Alhamdulillah, I managed to meet some of my business associates. We managed to go to the mosque, five day prayer, every day of thing. I will be there for many years. And after that, due to business failure, I go to, we park, park ourselves. I also try my best to go to uh, perform my application. Then from that onward, also let, because I work in the hotel last year, 12 mm. hour, Saturday, Sunday, holiday, very, very demanding, right? so don't have much time. Yeah. So That's not much time life. is always an excuse, yeah. la, but I always try to uh, pay back thing that I should suppose to, to perform my deal for So at this age, at 63, 64, I try to do myself a better Muslim by coming to refresh my courses. I want to study, uh, learn more about more Islam. That's why I have a lot of good uh, brothers in the Rakam. So along the way, until till now, I still learn in my learning journey to yeah, Islam. Yeah. So uh, along, along the way, you know, you mentioned that you have a lot of Muslim friends, right, and brothers and sisters, right? So I, I guess your interest spark when, since young, you know, you look at them, you see that they have certain values because different cultures so different values, right? You know, one, one culture, because of the tradition and the religion they belong to, they hold certain values uh, strongly. And in other cultures, it, you know, it differs from them. The, the Malay Muslim community, regardless of whether it's in Malaysia or in Singapore, they, they, they hold on to, 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 you know, certain values such as Honesty is, 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 is one very strong and also brotherhood is another value that they hold very strong too. So I, I'm sure when, when you became a Muslim and before that you've had you met a lot of brothers, you know, made a lot of friends that have, you know, helped you in your journey towards towards Islam. So you, you mentioned to me that you met uh certain your, your, your biker friends as well as friends uh, before you converted. Did they help you in your conversion journey? Oh yes, they have been helping me a lot. They actually during my my marriage, uh, my marriage mm. as a convert, mm -hmm. we have no because uh, there's a traditional that you as a convert you must come up from the Muslim family, and uh, nobody guide me in anything in how uh, how the marriage uh, along the way how to do. So my biker brotherhood actually in assist me in all the my marriage uh, preparation. So they are the one who uh, guide me along, and yeah, I, yeah. till now they are still all my friends. Wow, okay. You know, they are still on my mind because they are the one who uh, br bring me along the path to the Malay wedding. Yes. There are so many things that we think ma marriage is a simple thing. Yes. But in the Malay Muslim community, there's a lot of, a lot of traditions. You need to follow. Yes. Ah, who to salam, how to salam. Yes. We have to respect on each other. So, but they actually along the way, my brotherhood in the biker reality, they are the one who bring me. Yes. Um, bring me along to uh, the wedding thing, all this sort of thing. Like. They guide me along. 
And what about uh, to others acts of worship? Like, did they teach you, you know, along the way how to pray, how to perform your your fasting? You know, these are the ways that Muslim do things, and and why? To explain to you, did they? As I mentioned that? earlier, I have uh, five brothers. Uh, no, I have about four four brothers who uh, I work with them. Yes. We. Oh, this is the ones that are in your workplace. When yeah, you're in workplace. The hotel they, they bring me, and I follow them. Uh, to the mosque for the mm. daily obligated uh, five prayer which I did follow. Yes. Yeah, did follow. They actually, until now, my Muslim brothers still guide me along the way. Alhamdulillah. But, of course, I have to do my part by doing some of my own refreshment yes. classes. Yes. That's where I'm now in Darwakam. Yes. To learn and understand more I about understand. the Islam. My sharing part is to those people who are going to convert or are already convert they want to share experience, I can always share with them. Yeah, understand. The, the, the do and the don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, how did all of your Muslim friends react when they realized that you were going to become a Muslim? Were they extremely happy? Uh, the up? reaction to them, they are actually not say happy or they're still not happy. They are glad that I got one uh, Chinese people in the Muslim community. And most of my biker groups huh, are all Malay. Yes, and I'm the only convert, <laughs> so called. I'm the only Chinese. Yeah, they they accept me very openly. Ah, okay. They openly, regardless of race, you regardless know. of race or age or whatever thing. Uh, but in fact, they all respect me because I'm so called one of the old Thai. Old Thai are those uh, elderly mm, biker mm, there, mm. so they respect me a lot. Mm. And of course, when I want to ask them about, I have one ustach, who every Tuesday, every Wednesday, and every Friday, they conduct religion class at their home. I attended a few classes, but due to work, I can't, uh, 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 what do you call it, attend the classes. But he, he in fact, asked me that any problem with the uh, recitations, anything regarding the Islam-Muslim thing, can always refer to him. Uh, Brother Ustad Rahman. I see. So, every step of the way, you've always had a group of brothers, or even just, even just one brother always helping you, guiding you, you know. Uh, any difficulties you face there's always at every single point of your journey a brother there for you Alhamdulillah Allah is uh, glad that he got me along the way I always meet the right people along the way when I have in the difficulty uh, situation and my difficulty situation is whenever you believe in Allah there's always He's there to guide you along. He will ease your journey He will, yes. he will carve a way out for all you Alright, right. correct and, and this value of brotherhood what do you think that the Malays value it so much, this this brotherhood thing, from your interactions with them? The bonding. For me, the bonding is very important. Whether you are young or old, the bonding, in the sense that we go by, we go riding, they always take care of the old man like me. Yeah, yeah. They always make sure that I'm in the group. Yeah. But I always guide them along the way <laughs> because I'm yeah. more senior than them. Yeah. But in the other community, like relative marriage, we are all bonding all together. We don't see all the time the relative. We only see good thing and bad thing in the in the celebration okay. or in the uh, grief. Mm. So that is where our bonding is. Bonding in Muslim, I think, is a very strong because whatever thing happen, they are, you can see all their faces there. Also, do you think that the the main reason for your conversion was was because of of the brotherhood? Like the main reason why you got interested in Islam was because you look at their you looked at their behaviors, the 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 and so many of their brothers of the your 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 Muslim brothers, uh they they've helped you throughout your your journey as a Muslim. So, do you do you really strongly believe that without the brothers that have been helping you, you wouldn't become a Muslim today? 
I totally agree. They are the one who give me the strength. They are the one who give me the strength. They are give, give me the encouragement. Why so? Yeah. So that's where I still believe that Muslim Islam they care for you. Mm. I'm not talking bad about other religion mm. because I think other religion they have their own belief. Yes. But I think for me, my personal point of view, ah, uh, my my parent, my late parent, they are the Buddhism. They always ask me to. To go to their their religion, I told them you pray for my belief. And certain thing they cannot help you, even though the Chinese brother sister, certain thing they cannot help you. But to the Muslim community, whatever thing difficult you ask them, they will help you. They will assist you. Mm. So that's where the Muslim community, I think the bonding very very important. Mm. Whatever happen, whatever we do, bonding. I I I see. In I think there was a uh, perhaps it's the opinion of a scholar or, or one of the teachings of the prophet is that something that really speaks up from what you just said is that whenever a brother asks you for a favor or help, it is his right on you for you to help him, and if you can't help him, it is still his right on you for you to find someone who can help him. So I I guess for 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 different religions as you say you know you you hold on yes there's a brotherhood there but. The intensity of this brotherhood is really emphasized when you when you look at Muslims because even if they even if they can't help you, they will still find someone who can. So you 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 as a brother, you go to another brother, you ask for help, and they know I might not in a be in a position to help you, but they make sure that within my means I can help you as much as I can. That is that is really brotherhood. You know, you you would even go out of your way to connect this brother with another brother that can help them out. You know, this really emphasizes brotherhood, and. Also, I, I'm I'm sure you you've you've noticed as well. You know, in in Islam, when you talk about your 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 friends, your biker friends, and your your the older ones, right? I'm sure they call you brother as well. They don't call you uncle. Do they call you uncle or do they call you brother? Brother, your brother, brother, right? You see, this is extremely special in Islam. You know, regardless of age, right? We are still brothers. You know, mm-hmm. when you're when you're senior, you don't you don't feel like okay because I'm older than them, I know better. You know, because. There's a wisdom of of age. There's also there's also wisdom of youth. So in the young, they don't they don't uh they they of course, uh with age they respect the the elderly, but still, uh when it comes to non family members, they are calling each other brothers regardless of age. You know in in Islam, that that is truly brotherhood. You know that there is no barriers to be broken in Islam because we are all brothers. I learned a lot of thing from my late father, my late father, irregardless of your age, irregardless of your position. Okay, you have to be on the line with them. I talk to teenager. I talk mm. to the your age group. I have to behave like the same same level. More more hippie, yeah. Same <laughs> level. So we don't say that. What you say, no lah. Because I'm more older than you. I think mm. I'm right. No, there's no such thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. There's no such thing yeah. because as I, I always mentioned to you before our conversation, mm-hmm. you did help me a lot in terms of certain because certain thing you know better than me. In fact, a lot of things you know better than me. The IT, all these sort of things, you help me a lot. So I believe that we must be always on the same path with a lot of people. We when we are sit down together in the in the group, we are everybody is the same rank. It regardless whether you are your age or whether you are Chinese or whether Indian or whatever thing, we are all together. We are all brotherhood. I see. Okay. So so honestly, from from really your sharing. People can come to Islam in so many different ways, man. Some some people come because of their partners. Some people come because you know they just stumbled upon Islam. Mm-hmm. You know, a story like yours is so rare. When when since young, 
if you've been around Muslim friends, you've been around people that has shown you Islam through their behaviors, mm-hmm. and 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 the strength of the brotherhood is not just about the brotherhood itself, but the impact the brotherhood has on other people. Mm-hmm. So th- this is why you came into Islam because of the the the, the brotherhood and the and the effect it has had on you. So to to every Muslim out there, you know, to every to every Muslim, whether you're a convert or a born Muslim, our actions affect other people. You know, I'm sure many of the brothers that you've had talk, you you've had interactions with in Malaysia. I'm sure now you guys don't keep talk contact, but little do they know that that this this brother brother Hadi, uh, you know, they 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 known you since young, but now you're a Muslim. Mm-hmm. You know, because of their actions, of their good actions, you know, the impact they have had on you. Okay, to bring up this part uh, about my younger time when they know me before I convert uh, Before I convert, my name was Jimmy Tan Yes And some of my biker friends in Malaysia, KL, we still keep in touch Yes Few years time we came up, few time we came up So there's one's uh, brother who is a major in the Malaysia Yep So he still know me as Jimmy Tan Two years ago, he came to Singapore He go and look for one of my biker friends Okay, where is Jimmy Tan? So they all looking for me. So they, when I go down to the shop, Hey Jimmy, how are you? I said, brother, don't call me Jimmy. Now I'm no more Jimmy, I'm now uh, Hadi Tan. Yeah. Hey, when you convert to Muslim something, so uh, see, until now still people call me Jimmy because in my working place, still people call me Jimmy. Yes, yes. But in my working place, people call me Jimmy, it's okay because that's my working name. Yeah. But people who know me as a personal friend, uh, they still didn't know that I convert. Uh, so they say, hey Jimmy, how are you? I'll tell them, from today onward, you call me brother Hadi Tan. Yes, uh, yes. Because now I'm already a Muslim already. Yes. Everybody is happy for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh. And, and really, truly, little did they know, you know, 10 years ago, they, they, because of their adab, their akhlaq, their character, their behaviors, they have influenced you to become a Muslim. This mm. is their da'wah. Correct. You know? This is part of, their, part of the thing, journey that uh, maybe also through some connection with them uh, yes. as I convert to Muslim. Yes, and, and through some things that they, they speak about of Islam, you mm. learn little bit, little bit through the years and you form a very good image on, on, about Islam mm. through their actions and their words and you become a Muslim. This is precisely well. true also. The spirit of brotherhood. It brings people to Islam right. as well. That's right. Okay, so thank you so much for sharing, brother. I, I'm, I'm sure that there are lots of things to benefit from, you know, be it uh, non-Muslims, converts and, and, and Muslims alike, you know, regardless of level. Um, we'll move on to this, uh, the next part of our podcast, which is uh, we are going to have a, a discussion on a certain uh, topic. So the topic for today is uh, this thing, I'm not sure if you heard of it, uh, you know, this, this virus that has been around our society, the, the, the COVID-19 virus. Uh, as, so, uh, because brother, right now you're working as a, uh, a grab driver uh, from, from, what, from our conversations, uh, have you had any experience with people or Muslims especially, uh, how they are taking this 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 situation? Okay, this uh, coronavirus or COVID nineteen is an unfor- unforeseen uh, or unfortunate uh, virus that uh, happened around the world. Yeah. All these things that nobody can expect that this thing will be so serious. Yeah. On my personal point of view, everybody must share uh, or practice a part in personal hygiene. Okay, personal hygiene in the way that what you not used to do it, but you have to get used to do it like washing hands, washing your face, as, as and when. Yep. And furthermore, that in Singapore, our government are so-called controlling very well. No need to buy all the toilet roll, tissue, paper, sanitary, <laughs> uh, and hold it at home for a while. Yeah, 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 there yeah. are people who need it urgently, but still because yep. you all buy and hold it at home, yep. people have no chance to buy. So my personal advice is, 
don't hold the thing that you no need to use, don't use so much mm-hmm. until you put it in the storeroom or whatever, even food making you whatever, for mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. You need the thing that you need to buy, you buy. Other than that, don't buy so much. Share with somebody who are in need more. Talking about this virus, I also do some community job. They call it salute the front line. Yeah. Last week, I was at the uh, Changi Hospital. We salute the nurse. We salute the nurse, they are the frontliner. So we have people who sponsor the Nasi Biryani. So we are the biker. We have about 60 bikers. We went down to Changi to do the distribution uh, in recognition of the frontline job. And, and you mentioned most of these bikers are Muslims, right? Yes, yes. All of them are Muslim, no okay. Chinese. Oh, all, all, all 60 of them are Muslim. Okay. So we went there to, to the Changi Hospital. But of course not in the hospital, we do it in the foyer. They, plan for us where to distribute the food because we don't want to have big group inside the hospital so yeah. we are in a uh, taxi stand outside there and so we just got to distribute the food to all the we, nurses we distribute the food to the, uh, the, the nurses mm-hmm. the security mm-hmm. the cleaner everything mm-hmm. so they are very happy with what we are doing but because they are so called uh, writing in the forum that people don't take nurses uh, this sort of thing or doctor or whatever thing I myself had registered with grabs that anybody, nurses who need transport. Oh, it's a free transport, right? It's it not free transport. Discounted can, prices. Yeah, we can yes. always pick them up. Uh. Yes. We all pick them. I don't, I don't think that, oh, yeah, nurses, I don't want to pick yeah, them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always go to, right to hospital to wait for people, see if anybody want to, whether you're the nurses or whether you're a patient or there, mm. I will pick them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, because this whole thing is community work. Uh, community work. Yep. Mm. So it's it's really it's really uh you know beneficial what you shared because it's so many Islamic concepts into one situation right. Firstly, you you talked about your personal hygiene. There is there is Islamic accountability. You for 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 us Muslims, you know, uh, I I I strongly believe if you were to study what has happened in the past when it came to uh, how our prophet has managed things. Like he said before, um, when it when it comes to a, a, a outbreak a disease, those who are in the 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 place itself don't leave. You know, stay, mm-hmm. and those who are outside the outside the place of where the outbreak happened don't enter. Mm-hmm. So number one, it, it brings into uh, the question the, the the idea of quarantine. So of course, the prophet was one thousand four hundred years ago. The idea of quarantine came out a bit later, but this is just really the basis of uh, accountability. Mm-hmm. At the point of time, there was no one stopping anyone from leaving where they were when there was an outbreak. But but our prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that, you know, if you are sick, you stay where you are because you have to be accountable. You can't bring the virus out. Mm-hmm. So for us Muslims, in Singapore, we don't face this issue of bringing the virus out. You know, the government t- takes care of that. For us, what we do is personal hygiene. We make sure if you are sick, wear a mask. If you are don't, then in that case, your accountability would be towards other people for you to not hot the mask then. Mm-hmm. Don't buy so many masks and wear it when you when you don't need it. You don't need to, uh, you know, contain the your your sickness your to yourself, sickness, yes. be, you know, uh, using the mask. And, and next, you, you, you mentioned about, you know, not buying so much supplies, you know, we, we Muslims, we, we talk about things that we need, you know, and, and never about things that we want. So, we, when we need masks, you know, or even hand sanitizers or soaps or anything, yes, it is really encouraged for us to do so, comes back to accountability. But at the same time, we don't need to buy so much that it de- deprives other people of the same supplies that we hold. Buy at according home. to your needs. Exactly, exactly. Mm. And lastly, I think this is not, this has not been brought up a lot of times. Actually, I've not 
came across this in any of my personal experiences at all that that you know as a Muslim we think that we help by by helping nurses right and or like being at the front line and, and, and scanning temperature and stuff we think that that is helping but you guys were helping this situation as well so as Muslims if my expertise is not in controlling a virus you know I'm not a nurse or anything I can still provide my help instead of just talking about this COVID-19 I can help in the ways that you have helped you and 59 other brothers they, all of you guys are Muslims you are fulfilling a duty to help society by going to the front line and distributing food that is your way of helping in this situation in as well in recognition for the uh, exactly, the exactly. Line, yeah. so, so mm. uh, how, how we as Muslims can play our part then not just personal hygiene not just, not just talking about the virus and then doing nothing we can try to find avenues where us as a Muslim community can help all of the people that are, that are, that are working in the front line by just simply volunteering helping them with their transport helping them with their food and everything right. we don't have to be an expert in, in, in virus containment we don't have to be an expert in, in anything else right, right. we just it's have to help the heart it's the, the heart, heart you believe exactly. you need to help you help and that is the essence of Islam mm. thank you so much for your sharing brother you know I think there are so many things for, for us to benefit from myself I've learned so much it takes time to internalize the fact that you know people talk about Islamic concepts and values but also you know for you it's not just talking about the values but through internalizing them and practicing them you know, this is really such a gem for me. Uh, I've benefited myself so much from, from the sharing, but I've got to add on to this fact that, we, you know, both of us, we are just sharing our opinions on this, you know. Um, we, we strive not to be politically correct, in a sense, but we strive to talk about things that are real and truly matter to the hearts of the people, you know, because we can never incite any change by being completely politically correct. So that's what we strive to do. So these are opinions. We might be wrong, and uh, you know, so we are all learning on the, on this process. So thank you so much, brother. We really appreciate your appearance on our on our show. And uh, any last things you'd like to say to our audiences? Thank you for inviting me to share this program. Yeah, so we My just gotta add that because you know this is a sensitive time, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. some people might be sensitive. Right. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.